0: Hello guys, welcome to my first episode in my podcast. First of all, thank you for listening and taking your time listening to my first episode. My name is Olive. This podcast is about my journey, some of my closest friends and family. I'm curious and I love learning new things and about people's journey. So I'll be launching one episode per month, or maybe two, with my work-life balance. I mean, holidays are coming up. I will do my best research and my best ability to share it here with you. I wanted to start this episode about mental health. This was a long-awaited episode, to be quite honest. I was struggling this month to put everything together, and many of you were asking When will the first episode will be out? Or when is it it coming? And I was excited to hear people are waiting. You know, I was very moved and I was very excited to make this for you guys. So, mental health. Let's talk about this. Why can't be looking good be as good as our mental health? For example... You work out because you feel good, and it's good for you. We work out and do all these things to make our body feel great and feel good outside. But how, do, how about our mind, our mental health? How come we don't consider on working our mental health, working our mind, brain, self-awareness, and well-being? Last year, about about this time of the year, The movie Joker came out and it was directed by Todd Phillips. I remember going into the theater watching a movie and if you know me very well I barely go watch the movies or even go out. I went anyway and I said yeah sure I'll watch and see Joker's perspective view. I left the movies that night empty and sad and realize how people who struggle with mental health have it so little of help and daily struggle for them. The movie exposed our lack of empathy and considerations toward others that are mentally challenged. He was abused by kids, people on the street, In all different backgrounds, he was mistreated and people distanced themselves because he had odd behaviors. He was mocked, ridiculed, and treated with no respect. First of all, let me address this. People who have mental health are not dangerous. Distancing and making them feel unwanted because of their actions does. That leads them to ask themselves, why me? You know, and... They get in tune with their mental health and become violent because they feel rejected when really all they want is to be heard and understood. They need guidance and all the help they need. And it's sad because in the movie, the help that he was getting was getting cut because of money problems from the government. Let me ask you this. Why do we see this person who have mentally challenged weird? Why do we see them differently? Their actions, the way they behave. And why do we talk to them slow? Like they don't understand us. Or we feel like they'll have a hard time them understanding us. They're maybe in a place where they don't know how to process situations they're in. And one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast is because we have so many sources now in any shape or platform online and outside tools that we can use. The character Joker didn't have that sources. I mean, the guy had to take care of his mom, an aspiring stand-up comedian, trying to fall in love and having to deal with his conditions. All he wanted was to be normal like everyone else. You know, mental health issues are part of the human experience, but no one has to go through them alone. You know, let us not judge them at their, at their worst. We don't know what each and everyone's going through. Why can't we be kind to someone because they had a tough day or be kind because there's someone they might need it? Why do we want someone to be treated like that? Our fathers, our mothers, our siblings, you know, your friends. What if they had, or one of your family or your friends had those conditions? You'll understand why, probably, but with my experience, I have a family member that's like that. And he is the sweetest kind cousin I've ever had he is very sweet I I love I love him so much because he's so compassionate you know he's so loving and they're all they want is to be included you know I joke around with him I play around and make makes all kinds of jokes throughout the day and we just laugh all day you know, I I don't understand, you know, our words and actions matter when we're talking to someone, especially who uh, mental health or disabilities, you know, it may not mean anything to you, but th- that person might take it seriously because they may be in a place where they don't know how to process that. You may be in a tough position and someone said something that ticked you off. And something that ticked you off and maybe you get pushed at the edge and you may shout at your kids or your partner. You know, when our own extreme is tested, we are having a tough day and someone tips us over at the edge and our edge could be shouting someone we love. It all comes down to being kind to everyone. We might not know what's going on with their head. You know. Also, the movie forces us to take a deep dive into a one person's life journey. When we meet someone, we barely see the moment of wonder how they got there. We look at them and judge them, how they behave, but we recognize that this person went through a trauma. This person was adopted. This person was abused as a child. This person lost someone that was dear to them. This person was having a tough breakup with their partners or having difficulties at work or just having a fight with themselves because they're having a mental breakdown. We don't know anything about them and judge them so quickly by a snapshot of their life. Let's all be aware and be kind of what we say to others. So, I wanted to share with you today four habits of hap- happiness to boost your, our, our mental health. And not, not neglect, but make it visible to learn how to support ourselves. And I want to focus and believe and make an impact to all of you. The first one is rest. Sleep is important. Resting our body, sleeping, and putting mind at ease. Getting eight hours of sleep makes a huge difference throughout a day. Majority of for majority of adults only get six hours of sleep. If you have a scheduled time, so let's say you eat at seven thirty. You know, so by the time nine p.m. you're at bed resting. It is so important that you make this a priority because majority, like I said, only six hours sleep. Adult can oh, the, the adult here in America only gets six hours sleep. Isn't that insane? It's it's so ridiculous how we're so deprived on sleep because we're so busy trying to do other things and trying to make everything In one 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 day, and it's like I'm so shocked how people don't get enough sleep. And creating a routine for you to get your rest is one of the the key that to get into that stage. You know, if you go into bed at nine. And wake up at 5.30. That's a full eight hours of sleep. It's insane how people just work so much throughout the day. And have all these agendas and you know responsibilities throughout the day. And we forget that our mind needs some rest. Our body needs rest. If you have to take the nap, take the nap. You know, we're so tuned in with our phone before bed, after bed, while resting. And it's insane because I say this is insane because I've seen it in my ha- in my I've seen it. Someone I know that sleeps with their phone behind their pillow. Or I'd reach next to them instantly, you know. Um, she had these features. All not- okay, all, all these—there's a feature in iPhone that all notifications okay get snoozed from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. and it's only emergency calls are allowed. It was very disturbing because she's a busy, she's a busy person. She's in a management position, and by the time 7 a.m. hits. All these notifications about work, IMs, constant messaging, calling. And, you know, it was buzzing the whole time. She's still resting. And it was just too much for me because, to me, my mind is resting. You know, my mind is trying to rest and not have to deal with all these distractions on the side. The phone is so distracting with our rest because we have to answer calls, texts, emails, social media, and always have to be on the go. And, you know, if you're resting, you should be fully rested, and your mind should be calm and still. You know, also. I highly recommend not to be on the phone right when you wake up. I mean, with her, it's like she has a meeting at 8.30. And then from then on, it's just work all day, all day till 11. Until it's time for bed again. And then the next day, the phone rings at 7, all notification. And it's like, why do we always have to attend to our phone while we're resting and also people use their phone as their alarm clock and we're so dependent on the phone and I recently stopped depending on my phone for alarm clock before going after before actually I'm sorry it's I stopped depending on it because I stopped my alarm clock there and I physically bought a clock next to my bed and I stopped looking at my phone before or after I wake up or when I wake up, I stop looking at my phone. I used my physical clock to have my alarm clock in. You know, uh, we have this habit of once we open our screen, we stay there. And next thing you know, we are stressing about, you know, the day, the routine, and we're late on our meeting or to work. You know, whatever whatever it may be we had for the day it's just thrown off because we get distracted with our phones. And I just want rest. For me, rest is so important. You know, and you have your bo- you have your body calm and peacefully. And also we don't so that we don't get sucked in into this social media of expectations. So rest is important and it's one of the things that I highly recommend. Always need rest. The second one is self esteem how we feel about ourselves and talk to ourselves are two really important things. Learning new things is also one of the things that I wanted to share with you. I mean, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be a small little thing such as learning a new word for the day or practicing that word for the week, you know, and talking to ourselves plays a role of self-esteem you know words of affirmation daily is important you know you have to remember you are loved you are important you are resilient and you're you're given a purpose here and that's why talking to yourself of words of affirmation is so important and it's a big impact to your mind and mental health and practicing that will help you feel good and boost your self-esteem. The third one is sharing gratitude. Sharing gratitude can be anything. Sending a message, writing a letter, when someone has been so good to you and realize that someone loves you and appreciate you. For example, I am thankful and grateful for my co-workers because we help each other out. Not just that, but they make my work so easy and so fun and we lift each other. And with my work, we call each other all the time and text each other and say, do you need any help? Do you want this? Do you want that? Did you have have a good day? You know, it's... Checking on people and we check up on each other to see if that person needs help. And everyone at my work, I'm so thankful because whatever it is, it may be small or big, you know, you realize people care about you. And the fact that you also reinforce that behavior for them and so that they can repeat it too and share that gratitude and you feel so good to get that feedback and you're sharing the positivity around the people you care about and they share that to the to to their to their partner to their kids to their parents you know i love sharing gratitude i love saying thank yous to to my cousins after a long day of a hangout, after a church service, I get to have this intimate one-on-one with them. And it's so beautiful because I get my time with them and get to know them. And then after we separate, after the day is ended, I like to share. I like to send them a message to share that, hey, thank you for the day. Thank you for giving me your time, and I want you to know that I love you, and you are heard, and you are under, you are important to me. Sharing gratitude is so—it's—it's—it's it's, it's something that everyone should practice. And the fourth one is grow. Grow with someone, do an activity. Read a book, learn an exercise, it could be anything. It doesn't even have to be a partner. It doesn't even have to be someone you don't live with, someone, a friend, you know, a family, you know, anybody. It doesn't have to be the same person, it can be someone different. Like I said, family or friends. You know, a meaningful conversation, connection. A hug, human touch, you know it's really huge for mental health, most in, mo- and it's most importantly growing together. That deepens the bond and stronger relationship and better foundation to a, to a meaningful, meaningful relationship with them. And these are the four habits that I practice daily and i wanted to share them with you and hopefully that you will be able to practice it also and thank you for thank you for your time and listening to this episode till the end it's my first ever episode that i wanted to share and Please leave me a feedback and hopefully you'll be able to practice this and I want you and I want to know about it and share it to someone and pass the message along. And also if you can follow me on Instagram, it's og podcast. And also this is all available in all platform of any podcast you listen to. And share it share it with someone you know, someone you love, you know, supporting mental health and supporting my journey and having to be able to make a big impact in the world. Thank you again.